This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. People of Earth, your planet has been destroyed. Apa ce asta bun ce un spirat și părins? Uit i-au rus, adă-mi tot brun. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. And I'm Olivia Haidar. And we are your reluctant hosts this week. <laughs> Because we are talking about the second half of the My Pillow Guy election documentary, aka Absolute Proof. The first My Pillow Guy election documentary. Does he have n- nothing else to do but make election fraud documentaries? Probably not, right? Yeah, I think that is the case. It's not like he's uh, whipping up my pillows in a back yeah. room of his office. Those are I made mean, in China. Right, exactly. And I feel like, you know, it's not like that company has been doing great recently since it got cut off by its, like, main uh, supply base of elderly people uh, watching Fox News. Yeah. I'm surprised their supply chain in China hasn't cut him off. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, especially with all the inflammatory facts that he's presenting to us in this documentary. (laughs) This is absolute proof, folks. It's absolute proof. (laughs) So we're delving into hour number two of this fucking thing. When we left off, Mike Lindell was talking to Dr. Shiva Ayadurai, the inventor of email, allegedly. (laughs) Quote, unquote. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Now we're entering into hour number two, the lightning round, as, as I think it it. really is (laughs) he burns through a whole bunch of guests in this part it like the first hour is like mostly him drunk rambling in front of a green screen and then like a couple interviews and then the second hour is like here's a crazy person here's a crazy person here's another one would it have killed him to maybe instead of having made three documentaries in the past two months to maybe just make two and then spend a little more on the editing for the two that he made (laughs) yeah they just gotta run it through like the audacity noise equalizer filter (laughs) to really that would like sell it i think and like the edits in the interviews are so fucking abrupt and it's like yeah it's so bizarre it like just at random moments just fades to black with no like set up and then comes back in the same conversation (laughs) it's so bizarre like did this air with commercials at some point (laughs) if so who bought advertising time on this thing and for all also like there are natural commercial points between guests like these are these are cuts to black and literally in the middle of conversations like someone will say something i have to imagine i honestly have to imagine that what is being cut out there is like eight to ten minutes of mike lindell just bullshitting about whatever he's thinking about at that moment like that has to be what it is yeah i i feel like there probably are a lot of outtakes (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I will, that's what i want to see i just yes. want to see an hour and a half of mike lindell ranting I, yeah text i, I want to see the absolute proof blooper reel you know you see where he like jumped off a roof and broke his ankle or whatever uh <laughs> you, you see all the stuff mike lindell and this is jackass <laughs> what uh it ends with him giving a thumbs up to the camera just like all the jackie chan ones did <laughs> so uh, at this point in the documentary, we get we get a big promise from Mike yeah. Lindell. This show is what everyone has been waiting for. <laughs> a is weird it? thing to say in the middle of the show. Yeah, about an hour in. 
very weird. The first person he talks to, Patrick Colbeck, former state senator in Michigan. Olivia, he has a background as a Microsoft business consultant. Oh, shit. I think he knows what he's talking about here. Damn. I bet he had to have an associate's degree to do that. Yeah, he throws this this out there and it's like so i know a thing or two about how <laughs> networks operate yeah and it's like do you mean the internet because i think we all have kind of a grasp on how the internet right. works now. it's a it's a series of tubes right. uh right that transmit information that's always that's uh, that political scandal has always bothered me al gore didn't say he invented the internet he said no. he helped make it a commercial thing which he very much did yeah he gave like a shit ton of money to like the people yeah. who were actually building it like he he had a claim to being involved with you know the internet yeah. as we know it and we were all like, oh, you didn't invent the internet. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, Fucking he's South here. Park. I hate South Park. That's That was such a South Park thing. Yeah, I'm not a big South Park fan. So he's here to talk about how some of these voting machines were connected to the internet right. at various points. And the one thing is that claim isn't as crazy as it sounds. The, there were stories before the election about some voting machines that could have been connected to the internet yeah but where is any sort of evidence that that influenced the election at all well it's absolute proof that's this that's (laughs) what we that's what we're presenting here is absolute proof because we're going to get to a, a similar claim near the end and all of these claims present this theory as if as long as you can manipulate the the records at the state level then nothing else matters And no, like, if you manipulate it at the state level, you still have the county level to compare it against. If you manipulate the county level, you have the precinct level. (laughs) There are so many different outcomes you would have to influence and change to make this work. And they never mention that. Right. And people, you know, at every step of the way who are maybe of conflicting ideologies like that would just have to be such a lineup of people who all feel the same way you know like just doesn't really add up this this is starting to remind me of the flat earth conspiracy sure where anytime someone comes forward to debunk something related to flat earthers their response is always well yeah they're part of the conspiracy right of course yeah Of course, they're going to lie to you. So I know we're going to go through this and tell people all the points where these things have been debunked. Yeah. But I know also if you're listening to this and you're a believer, you just now think I'm part of the conspiracy, too. (laughs) Man, I got to tell you, I feel like being part of the conspiracy would pay better than what I like, you know, get from life. You know, my jobs. (laughs) I would be in a better place. Did you see that crazy Twitter thread that went around recently about how all of these people who are pushing yes the the COVID stuff and the, the capital insurrection yeah. stuff are all pulled from this website called Explore yeah. Talent. Like they're the, all fucking actors who do nothing but right. go to these protests five yeah. days a week. They are they're all failed actors and comedians, and it's amazing. It really is. It really is, especially coming from the side that loves to rant and rave about crisis actors. Yeah, seriously. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, he asks, Mike Lindell asks what proof they have that these machines were connected to the Internet. Right. And the answer he gets is, uh, well, the machines were connected to the Internet. Well, there you go. I mean, that's absolute proof absolute right there. Absolute proof, folks. I mean, that's that's one-to-one, Adam. You can't <laughs> argue with that. You really can't. The, the, you know, how do you know the machines are connected to the internet? Well, they were. Well, there yeah. we go. I even I saw one thing in an article. I don't know who they were talking to, but some right-wing type. And he was like, I saw someone pull up Netflix and start watching a movie. How do you do that if it's not connected to the internet? It's like you download it, which Netflix yeah. absolutely allows you to do. Yeah. Or, and then you like, just watch it offline like an, like on an airplane. Right. Well, and they were – where were they – like what thing were they watching it on? Like were they watching it on their phone? Because I can watch Netflix on my phone without Wi-Fi. Like yeah. I just use my cell signal. Right. So I just like – that. 
You know, it, it, it just gets to a point where you're like, well, there's no reasoning with people who believe these things. You, you just can't. Same with the flat earth people. There, yeah, there is. That's the thing. Like, I know we're spinning our wheels shooting this shit down, but I don't care. Like, No, of course. It, it needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, the next person he talks to, Melissa Carone. Yeah. Who is this? She's a, I, I, a temporary Dominion employee. She's a temp. Okay, cool. She was there to assist with IT work. Meaning what? Right, yeah. Please. Like, Resume, please. Yeah, please give me a little more detail. And she claims that, uh, well, one, she's here to stare directly at the camera <laughs> when she talks. And she also is here to talk about how uh, she saw thousands and thousands of votes and uh-huh. every single one was for Joe Biden. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. How, again, how do you know <laughs> this is true? You don't know the circumstances. Yeah. This is just a young woman saying, right. I saw a bunch of votes and they were all for Joe Biden. Yeah. And even that, like, that's not proof of tampering. <laughs> like, you know, even if that is a true statement and she is being 100% on the level with everything that she's saying there, like... That doesn't mean that they were tampered with. It just means thousands of people voted for Joe Biden, which which we know that that they did. Like, yeah, especially if they were counting mail in ballots at that point. Right? Yeah, those were overwhelmingly for Joe Biden. Also, why is she looking at the votes? Who is she? Yeah. Well, she was there to assist with IT work, Olivia. Oh, oh, right on. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I forgot about that part. And then she gets into a really confusing explanation for what happened here. <laughs> she says that when they were feeding these votes into the tabulation machine, sometimes they would jam. And yeah. she says this as if it's a scandalous thing. Like, we've right. all used printers, fax machines. They fucking jam. I mean, of course. And she said that when that would happen, you get a message that says rescan or disregard. Or no, right. rescan or discard. Right. And she says that they were just rescanning those ballots and that what they were supposed to do. And you can tell she fucking she knows she fucked up because she says, <laughs> well, what they were supposed to do was discard them and then rescan them <laughs> motherfucker what <laughs> you're supposed to discard it and then rescan it of How? course yeah How do no. you do that well you you put it and like there's like a shredder okay and like you so you throw it into the shredder but as it goes into the shredder it's scanning it oh sure 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 yeah so you've so you've discarded it and it is in the process of going to the, to the shredder, but it gets scanned uh, on the way. It's a very, very confusing moment. Yeah, and I mean, you know, these government, uh, you know, bureaucracies, they, they sometimes their procedures are very confusing, Adam. You know, it, it, they're just made to be uh, unfollowable. I just, I don't know. If I'm editing this documentary, I'm going to <laughs> Mike Lindell and being like, look, we should probably cut that. Yeah. Because that didn't work out the way any of us thought it was going to work out. What she said at the end there, Mike, was nonsense. Uh, I, I would like to propose that Mike Lindell edited this documentary. It certainly feels like it. Using the crudest video editing yeah. software. Probably yeah, like he, Windows Movie Maker. Right. Yeah, yeah. He threw it in iMovie <laughs> and, and released it to the world. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So the a lot of time in the second hour is spent talking to a guy named Matt DiPerno, uh-huh. who is here to talk about Antrim County, Michigan, which is a notorious spot in this election controversy. Right. A lot of what the right wing types who are pushing this are uh, pointing to as fraud happened in Antrim County. And the theory here is that Joe Biden incorrectly won 
a heavily Republican county in Michigan. And here's the thing. He sure did. And those those results were quickly identified as incorrect and fixed. It was human error. Right. I mean, but here's the thing. Like, a fact like that is really easy to miss if you do not have object permanence. Like, it, <laughs> it just – that like, that sort of thing will just leave your mind. And, you know, it's so it's, it's understandable that people might latch on to this incident. And this has been explained, and the lawsuit they filed has been dismissed. It For one thing, it was <laughs> – it was basic human error that caused yeah. this. And that is going to happen in yeah. elections. And it does not matter if they find the error and fix it. Exactly. People that means fucked it, up. Yeah, that means it did not sway the outcome of the election. This is also a very small county. I mean, we're talking right. like 28,000 votes, I think. I mean, but that, that can make all the difference in such a closely called election. <laughs> yeah, that would have gotten Trump to those 410 electoral votes. Yeah, exactly. That, I mean, you got to think these people are thinking very strategically. That's true. One of the things they're keying in on is a bunch of points in the voting log where the vote is listed as reversed. Right. And I don't know what planet they think we're living in where a company actively trying to steal an election would outfit their machines with a report that says which votes were and weren't flipped and then just make that accessible to election auditors. That would be a batshit insane thing to do as a criminal. That's what so much of this boils down to. Also, like so often when we're talking about the dumb conspiracy theories and not the things that actually happen, it's always like, well, it's written here. Like, they, you know, it shows right here in this document that they did the bad thing. And it like, that's reversed. Like, come on, guys. You really think these people are powerful enough to do these things and they're not going to cover their tracks of these extremely basic ways yeah they, they they feel like seeing reversed in all these spots in this <laughs> voter log means that the the votes were flipped from biden to trump granted they don't even say reversed in favor of biden <laughs> right they just say reversed and so the assumption they're making is oh that's the that's the crime software right. flipping <laughs> trump votes to biden when actually what it is uh, theater of the mind people at home have you ever fed a dollar bill into a change machine yeah and it's a little too crusty and decrepit to be read by the machine so what's it do it kicks that dollar bill back out yeah and that is what reversed means in all of these examples is they tried to put the ballot in yeah something glitched out in the ballot got kicked back out so then what do you do you figure out why it got kicked out and you read it back into the machine right again these like it's such an odd assumption on the part of so much so many of these conspiracy theories that the the people in charge of doing it are are so uh powerful and smooth and just able to do everything and this is a uh perfectly run machine when in fact like things fuck up people you know machines are not perfect they they break down like this is not like perfection you know these are still evolving technologies we're still using base like it's the same thing as like if you've ever like uh done like a scantron test or anything like that it's the exact same technology basically like yeah this is not the future yet no no and they spend a whole bunch of time talking about Antrim County, Michigan in this. The the Michigan the Michigan Attorney General for the record dismissed the report that this company had put out, uh, which by the way was put together by Russell Ramsland, oh, who course, we talked yeah. about in the last episode, who is a fucking salesman. He's a fucking salesman and a dried applehead doll uh, <laughs> posing as a man. They dismissed this report as, quote, critically flawed, filled with dramatic conclusions without any evidence to support them. And I feel like that describes this whole theory. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like really dramatic claims. 10,000 dead people voted in Georgia. Come on. Yeah. Let me see. Like, I, I need to see the evidence on this one. If you're trying to steal an election, again, you're not going to do it in ways that are that obvious. No. 10,000 dead people? That would be such a scandal. 
It would be such a scandal, and it's so much work to do when there are way easier ways to do what what they claim was done. And we're talking about this happening in a lot of cases in what we kind of consider Republican states. Right. Like, you think Georgia went this hard to the mat trying to get Biden elected? No <laughs> fucking way. There's no chance. No, nah, no. Nah. They also make a really big deal out of how a judge decided that they were allowed to release this report to the public because the people behind the fraud tried to stop them from releasing this report to the public. Yeah. Here's the thing. The decision to release this to the public was made not by the judge, but by the attorney general and secretary of state <laughs> of Michigan. Yeah. And we'll link to all of this, their motivation for releasing the report. This is a quote directly from the attorney general's office. To demonstrate the report is actually another in a long stream of misguided, vague, and dubious assertions designed to erode public confidence in the November presidential election. So they're basically saying, yeah, read this fucking report, please. And if you think it tells you anything of value, let us know. Yeah, please. We would love to hear it. So all of this, uh, the judge allowed us to release this report. It is a clear and obvious example of them being really misleading. Yeah. And how they're selling this to people. And if any believers are still listening, that's got to make you nervous, especially I mean, if you're one of those, well, do the research for yourself types. Like you do the research right. for yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're just listening to a guy who made a fucking pillow tell you that the election was stolen. You got to dig deeper than yeah. that. That people doesn't really on this count. side are not the ones who aren't doing the research. Right. You're yeah. just listening to fucking snake charmers. But that's the thing. Like, so much of this mindset is leading. It's like looking for evidence is go listen to these people who agree with me. That's what that phrase usually means. Right. And another thing they bring up in this, they keep showing this diagram that shows Dominion machines are connected to the internet. And here's where you run into trouble without when you don't cite your sources. I found the Dominion voting machine manuals online and yeah. I will link to them. I could not find this image in any of them. Right. And there's like seven different manuals. And I went through all of it because it's a, it's an image that's going to, you don't have to read the whole manual. You just right. scroll through and look for the pictures. Well, and I looked twice. It's not in any of them. I mean, obviously they're not going to show you the, how you rig the election image on the publicly released manual, Adam. That's true. That's a good obviously. Point. <laughs> this was obtained secretly. Yeah. By that by someone who was there to assist with IT. We're not going to name her. I lost count of how many scary inserts of Ethernet ports and blinking modem lights I saw in this thing over the course of two hours. Like, every few minutes, just a scary insert of, like, a blinking light. Yeah, well, there, there's an example of it right in this section because they show the one slide that just it's just a picture of computers like a drawn diagram right. of how computers connect to the internet nothing supporting <laughs> that this is dominion voting machines connected to the internet right and then there's this other other slide that uh is also meant to show that dominion voting machines are connecting to the internet one if you pause that video and look at that slide there isn't a modem or a single mention of the internet anywhere on that slide and once again i can't find this slide in the actual dominion manual and then there's this uh he shows this slide and there's instructions under it that say ensure that the workstation is connected to the network switch with an ethernet cable yeah and then there's this magic quote what does an ethernet cable get you to the internet <laughs> and do you think there's different cables for connecting to internal networks as opposed to external networks, you use an Ethernet cable for all of that. Yes, they do think that. That's the answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, do you think that they've ever made an internal network? Like, I just feel like maybe that's just not a, a skill set that Mike Lindell has. Yeah, the Ethernet cables just connect computers. It yeah. doesn't automatically connect it to the internet. It can connect it to any network. 
Right. <sighs> like, yeah. who hasn't worked at a company that has an internal, they call it intranet. Right. Which is an internet that only works inside your company. Right. It's a local network. Right. Which is a thing that is has been around as long as we've had computers. I, yeah. I mean, holy shit, man. Like, <laughs> like, it's literally one of the oldest computer technologies that we have and still use. But they are absolutely banking on the people who would buy yeah. into this of not course. really having any internet knowledge no i mean yeah it, it, again like this if there's anybody that's, ac that's actually a, a personal conspiracy theory of mine that uh i would love to look into and hopefully uh find some evidence of someday but i think the reason internet access in rural areas is so shitty is because of this like if you look at a lot of these right-wing internet sites they look like they were designed in 1997 and yeah. just stayed that way. And I think the reason for that is because they're going to work better on shitty rural internet as opposed to like your CNNs and things of the like that are going to have all these videos that won't play. Right. If you have shitty internet, the page will take forever to load. I think it's an intentional thing to keep that part of the population as low on information as yeah. possible because then you can sell them bullshit like this. And they go, oh, see that picture of the computer there? That's absolute proof. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as someone who had internet in, in rural area for a while, for a long time, uh, yeah, I mean, that wouldn't necessarily surprise me that those websites would be designed that way because, yeah, it was very difficult to access literally anything for a long time. We, I mean, you know, we didn't have cable internet. We could only do satellite or modem. That was, those were our options. Yeah, I, I dated a girl once who lived in a, or her family lived in a very small town in South Dakota. Yeah. And whenever I would go visit them, the internet was just trash. Yeah. So and, bad. And I'm sure it's better now than than when I was, you know, living there. I'm sure it's, it's a lot more accessible, but it's still not going to be what you get if you've got a, you know, even decently high speed internet connection in a more populous area. Olivia, what do we think about Mike Lindell's claim that this is the biggest crime against humanity? Yeah. Really, uh, Mike? The <laughs> biggest? The biggest crime against humanity? Humanity. Like, humanity so, is a lot of people. It tops the list right behind it. I'm assuming, like, the Holocaust, right, the Armenian course. genocide, yeah, uh, the, any number of genocides that happened in Africa, like the Mongols, yeah, the Mongol sackings, yeah, <laughs> all of these pale in comparison. Yeah, exactly. To Donald Trump not becoming president for a second term, we've the, all been robbed. The biggest, like, I, I almost keyword almost feel sorry for Mike Lindell as a as a human being who has empathy and cannot help but feel empathy for another human being who is clearly struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel sorry for him, but because like his worldview is so small and so sad. Yeah. They found the perfect guy to he push is, this. Yeah, for real though. Because he's a salesman. Yeah. Like, he he sold the my pillow, which by all accounts, very nice pillow. Someone that, tweeted at me. Yes. Yeah, I saw and, that. And uh, she was like, Look, I bought one of these things when I was pregnant. I didn't realize what it was. No uh, one did. It was very nice, so I used it through the end of my pregnancy and then I discarded it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure it's a fine pillow. I've got you know, but like He's a salesman, and he is obviously a true believer. That is the thing that comes through the hardest watching this documentary. He also will not stop clicking his fucking pen in this <laughs> section of the documentary, and I wanted to slap the shit out of him. He ha he is such an annoying person. Just like even without all the the like awful things, he's just like an annoying human being to be around he clicks his pen he interrupts people all the time even people that he has invited onto his show to speak and be experts he constantly interrupts them and he i'm not even like i make fun but he sounds absolutely wasted the in this entire thing he had to be at least like three drinks in for most of this thing 
What if he's smoking crack again? Maybe again. Does that is that for real? Is that like a recorded thing? Oh I didn't yeah, know you that. don't know this guy's background? No, I don't know a lot about him. He claims uh, addicted to crack at one point. He did go to prison. We we know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got he's got a sketchy background, but Jesus saved him, and now Trump is here to save us because that's what Jesus wants. <sighs> Jesus has wanted a lot of weird things, according to these people, over the last couple decades. But sure has. I mean, yeah, crack that might that might do it. That might do it. But he's I don't know. He's not that that what I would call crackhead levels uh, on this at least. But yeah, that, maybe he's just doing powder cocaine again. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know. Yeah, yeah he's got a couple bumps. Like, yeah, maybe he's had a few drinks, had a couple bumps. Maybe hit the pipe once. He's raring to go, you know? He's ready. Allegedly. Allegedly, I should say. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Speaking of moments where the people pushing this theory are being intentionally misleading, they bring up, again, he's still talking to Mike DiPerno. They bring up an interview that Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel did with Washington Post where she threatened to arrest anyone who challenges election results in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, America. I looked up that interview, which... (laughs) Do they think none of this is possible? Like, I'm going to have to file a Freedom of Information Act request to verify this claim? Yeah, if they don't think it, then they think that their audience thinks that. Right. So I pull up this interview. It's not an interview. Dana Nessel is not quoted in this article. In fact, it ends with them saying they reached out to her office and they declined to comment. All this is is two unnamed sources saying that the Michigan Attorney General's office is looking into whether people contesting these election results are committing any crimes. Nowhere does it say, I, Dana Nessel, am going to arrest you if you contest this election. And the entire rest of the article is just the Washington Post giving a very fact and law-based explanation of why that is and is not possible. Yeah. At no point is it an interview with Dana Nessel. Yeah. Like with so much about this, you know, we talked about it on the Italygate episode also, but like, this is just, this is literally conjecture about hearsay. Like that's all that is. (laughs) Yeah. That's like, if you do even the barest minimum of research, that's all it boils down to. Like that is the least convincing evidence that you could possibly hear. I, I like to imagine that at some point the architects of this theory held like an America's Got Talent type competition where they just sat at a table and had crazy person after crazy person come up and present their theory about how this election was stolen. Yeah. And then once once they find one they like, everyone hits their button. Yeah. You're, you're through to Guantanamo or whatever. <laughs> right. Take you're, next. you're in I the finals. Uh, yeah. I mean – it definitely feels like this is like the season finale of that show. Like <laughs> this is just because so many of these conspiracy theories don't really relate to the others. So many of them are just like, maybe this is what happened. Maybe this is what happened. But Olivia, uh-huh. we've 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 arrived now. The moment we've all been waiting for. Mike Lindell announces what you're going to see now is 100 percent proof. This is this is absolute proof. So he brings Mary Fanning, national intelligence researcher, on, mm-hmm. and uh, she's talking about the hammer and scorecard theory, which I believe we've also addressed on this podcast. Yes. It's tied to the Italy theory and the German servers and all that. It is a claim that was first put forward by a whistleblower, and that is in air quotes, <laughs> named Dennis Montgomery. As far as character witnesses go, Dennis Montgomery ain't it. Yeah. If if you're out there buying this theory and thinking Dennis Montgomery is some kind of devout patriot who is here to fix our broken election system, let's talk about Dennis Montgomery. This guy is another salesman. 
Yeah. And uh, he is so very patriotic that shortly after 9-11, he won millions of dollars in defense contracts and lied to get those defense contracts. In one case, he fabricated a test for Department of Defense officials of his company's recognition software for weapons. Uh And what he did, while these DOD officials are waiting in the office, Montgomery takes a toy bazooka out to a field and instead of having his technology actually recognize this weapon laying in a field, he has it ping the cell phone of an employee. And that employee was waiting by to push a button that would make a picture of a bazooka appear on the screen. And this actually worked and he got the contract. And then the department of defense was like, Hey, fuck face. This doesn't work. (laughs) I I swear to God. So often when you hear, when you like really dive into uh, the things that our government and the people trying to get contracts with our government have done, uh, it, it just sounds like a Coen Brothers movie. They were just right about everything. That's just, they are just correct in their worldview. That's it. It's just a bunch of lying assholes lying to each other and trying to get one over on each other. Yeah. Like Pretty a bunch much. of morons fooling each other. And it that thread about all of these people coming from talent agencies, I'm sorry, it should concern you if you yes. believe this theory. And that it's a bunch of people like this pushing the theory. People who have a reputation for selling crazy shit to gullible people. That's all the people that are behind this. Yeah. You motherfuckers are being sold a story that isn't true. Like another thing this Dennis Montgomery guy did, he sold the CIA software that he claimed could decode Al-Qaeda messages hidden in Al Jazeera news reports. And eventually uh, they fucking bought it. And of course. eventually that software was proven to be bogus. Yeah. He sued the person who made that claim and uh, was ultimately unable to provide any evidence that the program actually worked. So his yeah. suit was dismissed. Probably should have just, I don't know, settled or something. He, like, it, I feel like that suing just made his situation worse. If you know that your stuff is bogus, then you don't sue to claim that it isn't bogus. You do if you're this guy. He's a not, he's an idiot. He's an idiot scamming the CIA, which is composed of a bunch of other idiots. Right. Like all of the people pushing this are fucking snake oil salesmen. And so many people are buying it. Yep. It's disturbing. One of the last people they talked to, they talked to someone after this guy, but I could give a fuck because they talked to <laughs> Thomas McInerney, who I know why they trotted this guy out because yeah. he's wearing it. He's a former military officer. Of course. He's wearing his hat from wherever he served. He's very angry. Uh-huh. And I know we're all supposed to be like, oh, well, this guy wouldn't lie. Yeah, he would. Of course he would. Like at the end of the day, every veteran has the potential to just be a disgruntled employee. Yeah. And it's that's kind of what this guy is. Yeah. One of his claims that doesn't come up here, but if you research him, uh, you'll see it. One of his claims is that U.S. military personnel were killed in that German server raid in a shootout with the CIA. I hate this theory. I've heard this. Theory. <laughs> this We talked about this in that fucking Italy gate thing. This sucks. Yeah. This is the dumbest shit. If you believe this, I'm sorry, but you are a moron. I'm sorry. Look, I, if anybody is still listening who believes in this stuff, come on. Yeah, especially when you take into account, like, that's the military you're talking about. Right. Like, the military isn't just going to stand by and be like, I guess you got a CIA. <laughs> We're just going to keep quiet about this for. Ever. That is not how, especially when you get into upper ranks of the military. Yeah. Some of those motherfuckers are very patriotic and do want to uphold the Constitution. Right. Someone would have said something about this aside from Thomas McInerney. Right. Yeah. I and, mean, absolutely. The, the, that's one of the things that our you know, military and intelligence arms are famous for is hating each other. Like, that's one yeah. of the most well-known things about them. That is almost exactly how 9-11 happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got a bunch of agencies that don't want to share information with each other, which yeah. is nuts. Yes. But 
That's our country. This guy mentions an unlimited number of times that he was a former military officer. And uh, that's true. Sure. But also, the military has officially gone on record and said this guy is a fucking liar. (laughs) Every military source imaginable says his claims are false. And whenever he's been pressed about it, he's never been able to provide any evidence at all. For this claim, I, f- I feel like that's been a running theme throughout this this yeah. uh, documentary, which is a weird twist for a documentary called Absolute Proof. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. one good example uh, will link to this Military Times article where it's it's one of the like the Military Times is like basically the fucking publishing wing of the military. Like right. They exclusively cover military shit. They talk to the military. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a reputable site. I mean, as far as the U.S. military can be reputable. Of course. <laughs> and there's an article where they're talking about this guy, and they reach out to him about this theory that there was this shootout over a German server and that the election was stolen from Trump. And they kept pressing him for proof. Right. And here's here's what he finally came back with when asked for evidence. President Trump won in a landslide and the Dems left so many footprints that this treason must be stopped. This will be the last free election we have. And I predicted it on 2nd of November on the Steve Bannon show. Wait, well, all right. I'm convinced, Mike. But but it, how is this the last free election that we had? <laughs> if it's being stolen. <laughs> I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. It's a very, it's a very good question. Would it not be um, the 2016 election was the last free election that we ever had? Uh, no, because remember Hillary Clinton won the popular vote because right. 800,000 illegal immigrants right. voted. That is that is so. the thing though that I keep coming to when I was watching this, which is just like they went through all this. Like let's let, let's let's assume that this theory all of these theories that have been presented in this documentary are true so these forces these people who are in charge of everything they want uh president trump they don't want a trump presidency so bad that they're willing to go through all of this in the 2020 election to make sure that biden was elected they did you know they connected the voting machines to the internet they did all this other stuff they <laughs> shot a bunch of people in germany like they you know they went through a lot of trouble to get biden elected that how was trump elected in the first place especially if the vote showed that hillary clinton won the popular vote like what how did they fuck that up that that seems like a big oversight yeah like if they had this capability and Here's the thing. This hammer and scorecard contraption is alleged to have been developed under Obama. Yep. So, yeah, how, why would they have not just used it to steal the 2016 election also? Is it because Trump had such an overwhelming number of votes that they weren't expecting it? No, he didn't win by that much. He lost the popular vote. Exactly. This is what I'm, like, it's, that's literally... We don't even you you did all this research. You did all of this research. <laughs> you, you found the fucking manual for the Dominion voting machines. We found every interview that they talk about. We've we've gone through it all. And literally the only thing that you have to think about is why did Trump even win in the first place in twenty sixteen? Like it, it that to me as a person who I think is a pretty logical thinker, sometimes like that to me is the ultimate debunk that, that I don't even need to go further than that. Yeah, he was saying before the 2016 election even ended yeah. that if he loses, the election is rigged. So clearly they yeah. had this game plan keyed up Absolutely. for if Trump lost. Yeah. As a like as opposed to like, yeah, why wouldn't Obama have just used the fucking hammer to win the 2016 election? It's completely it's fucking nonsense. <laughs> it is. It just it, it it holds up to absolutely zero scrutiny. If you are like, yeah, if you are claiming to be this is this is logical and you're following the evidence, follow the evidence a little bit further, just a little further. And maybe you'll see that this is not even a reasonable idea in the least. And follow the evidence that doesn't necessarily agree with your viewpoint, because I would like to point out that. That's what Olivia and I are doing right now. Yeah, we watched this goddamn 
two hours. Scoured the internet to find this fucking thing. I watched all two hours of it. I looked into the claims. Now you go do the same. Like, stop telling people to do their own research when you're not doing any research. Exactly. Oh, but on the bright side, Mike Lindell ends this thing by uh, assuring us that once all of the truth comes out, this isn't going to divide us. No. This is going to unite us right. as one nation under a white God that doesn't accept <laughs> anyone who doesn't believe in that white God. Yeah. And like, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that's true. Once you fucking Nazis eliminate all the undesirables. <laughs> from society i'm sure this will unite everyone under one nation under god yeah hitler united germany you sure did (laughs) eventually and it's like yeah this probably worked and you know yeah once once all the the people who are conspiring with the commies to spread communism to communism all around the communism (laughs) like once we wipe that out we're all going to be united. Reminder, my pillow is made in China. I, I cannot stop <laughs> mentioning it, that. It just is wild, man. Like, it is like Cold War shit all over again. It's all just commies. They're just afraid of communism. Uh, which, to me, makes it seem like maybe communism rules. And we should just be communists. Because, you know, if all these people hate it, I don't want to be with them. Yeah, I I always love to remind people that after World War II, we teamed up with the Nazis yeah. to fight communism. Like <laughs> Russia, when, when Russia got Nazi war criminals and Japanese war criminals in their grasp, they tried those motherfuckers for yeah. war crimes. We were like, please come work for us. We, we really we want to do weird help. medical experiments on the people we want to eliminate, right. too. Let's figure this out together. Yeah. It, yeah. We went from fight like joining with communists to fight the Nazis to joining with Nazis to fight the communists immediately yeah. after the war. That is exactly what happened. And so, yeah, we're. We're done. We did. We did the research. We did the research for ourselves. We watched the goddamn my pillow guy doc, and we're probably gonna watch the next two also. And, you <laughs> if know, I can even find them. Who knows? Are they also about this election shit? I think I don't know. I I only just read like the titles, and they're all like absolute some bullshit. Like that's it. They, each one. <laughs> It'd be it's... funny if the third one's like an environmental documentary about <laughs> peregrine falcons or something. Yeah. It's a turn, Mike. It's absolutely an inconvenient truth. That's what the we got to stop using DDT. We did, Mike, and we shouldn't have stopped. It really reduced (laughs) malaria rates. It killed a few falcons, but fuck them, you know? Sure. Fuck falcons. But, you know, (laughs) I don't know, man. That's really the stance I want to close on is fuck fuck falcons, falcons, man. Falcons, horses. Yeah, that's it. Falcons and horses. All, All of them suck. Hawks are fine, donkeys are fine, zebras are fine. What about mules? Yeah, mules are cool. Even though they're half horse? They're half horse, but they they tend to be very beneficial to people in super impoverished communities. Yeah. So, uh... Okay, cool. Donkeys and mules. Just wanted to get on the record there. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's it. Yeah. We made it. Good job, guys. We did it. We made it through the My Pillow Guy documentary. (laughs) It took a couple days, but we did it. Series one, volume one. Right. <laughs> this is uh, volume two. If this is series one, then this is volume two, buddy. We just did a second oh. episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I've never <laughs> been quite sure how that works. So now I get it. Do we have anything to plug other than the collapse of American democracy uh, <laughs> yeah, by the, way of communist infiltrators? The, gr- the gradual end of the world coming in the next 20 <laughs> to 30 years. I'm going to plug uh, that and my Twitter. Hi there. Hi there. The, those are the two things of plugging. Here's the thing. If the world does end in say 30, 40 years, roughly that's wheelhouse for me. Yeah. Cause I'm going to be pushing 70 and 80 oh, by yeah. that point. Yeah. And honestly, once I reach that point, I don't know if there is any other way I want to die than in a cataclysmic yeah. world event that takes everyone with me. I've always said that I basically want to die as an extra in a Roland Emmerich movie. That's my that's my <laughs> go to. Like I want to get killed by aliens, or like a volcano explodes next to me, or there's a big old tsunami, or something, earthquake, and not in the marauding after. No, like, I no, want no, the no. event no. to take me because I'm not. 
I'm not in marauding shape well, now. No. I certainly won't be when I'm a septuagenarian. Right. Well, and the marauding isn't going to be as fun as it looks in like Mad Max. It's going to yeah. be like a bunch of really, it's going to be the road. It's a bunch of really desperate people like scrapping for like the last remaining bits of clean water and food. It's just going to be boring. It's a boring apocalypse. Have you ever seen the, the, there was a, British it wasn't a documentary, but it was like a it was a movie about a nuclear attack that happened in England. Yeah, I think I have seen that. I can't remember what it's called, but it's so fucking good. It's got it is horrifying. Yeah, it's got a name that's actually similar to another man. I'm really I'm really blanking out on it. Because it's it's similar to the day after uh, right. that old uh, TV movie from here from America. Uh, it is called Threads. Threads, yes, I have seen that. Threads is a horrifying film. Yes, absolutely. That, uh, really paints a a starkly different picture of what the weeks, months, and years after a nuclear attack are actually like. Yeah, it is bleak. Yes. And the I also recommend I think the day after is a really good movie. Also, yeah, that really holds they're up. They're both good. Yeah, I remember when the day after came out, my parents were adamant that I could not watch it because it would be too scary. But then they were also in a bowling league, uh-huh. and it aired the night they bowled. So they took me to the bowling alley with them, and it was just on TV. Oh, so shit. I watched it in a bowling alley. Oh, and man. I was like, this isn't that bad. So you saw Steve Gutenberg die on a little TV screen up above the pins. That's great. I sure did. <laughs> no, who's going to police Detroit now? Oh, no. I thought, oh, oh okay. That is a good movie. I really liked it. I was, I was trying to think of, I, I'm blanking on an actor's name who I love, and now it's just a dead end. So, uh,. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? I know we just I, yeah, asked that. I, 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 already, plug I already plugged the end of the world and yeah. uh, my my Twitter, hi there, hi there. Those, those are my two yeah. plugs. Good enough. Uh, yeah, follow me at Adam Todd Brown on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I use it sometimes. Uh, also, follow this show at uh, Conspirapops yeah. on Twitter and Instagram. Even though we've yet to post a single thing on Instagram, we'll get there. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Gotta save that seat. Yeah. Until then... Let's get the fuck out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Yeah.